Okay, we're wrapping up specific personal jurisdiction, and we're talking about modern cases about specific personal jurisdiction. We're gonna, we have three big cases that are from 2014, 2017, and even as recent as 2021. But there's a couple of cases that we need to just introduce just to set it up. Once again, the rule for specific personal jurisdiction is a plaintiff's claim must arise from or relate to the defendant's conduct in the forum state. Okay, so we have Keaton v. Hustler Magazine, Inc., and this is a defamation suit. Here, the case arose from the company's conduct in another state, so there was specific personal jurisdiction. Every time... A person opens up this magazine and sees this, that's a new tort committed. So, if a magazine is distributed over all 50 states, they have purposefully availed themselves of all 50 states, and anywhere where that tort was committed, the defendant's conduct, the magazine in this case, can hold them liable, or at least can give them specific personal jurisdiction. We see this in Calder v. Jones as well. This is another defamation case. Uh, Here, it's another one where the case arose from the writer and the editor's conduct uh, in California because they gathered sources from that forum state of California. So it doesn't necessarily need to be just the company. Okay, but now we have our three big cases. We have Walden v. Fuhr, and in this instance, uh, the defendant, sorry, no, the plaintiff was traveling from uh, out of country, and they had a layover in Georgia, and then they were heading to Nevada. Uh, they were stopped in Georgia, found a large sum of money, $97,000. Um, they said that it was gambling money. Uh, the police believed that it was uh, something more sinister, uh, drug money. And so they confiscated the money and knew that the plaintiffs were going to Nevada um, and that they would suffer injury there. However, our big takeaway from this is even though the injury was felt by the plaintiff in the form state of Nevada, because that's where they filed suit, the conduct of the defendant occurred in Georgia. So even though there was awareness that the injury was going to be felt in Nevada, it's not enough to establish specific personal jurisdiction. We have Bristol-Myers Squibb Co. v. Superior Court of California. This is a case where a uh, drug was advertised by this uh, pharmaceutical company. And we're looking at whether or not the claim related to the defendant's conduct. Here, there are several um, plaintiffs, over 600 individuals, who were negatively affected by this product that the company advertised. 86 of them were in California, and they all tried to file suit in California. So the court could find specific personal jurisdiction in California for those who were residents of California, but they couldn't for the non-residents of California. And the reason is because their claim, the plaintiff's claim who were non-residents, did not arise out of the defendant's conduct in California. Instead, it arose out of Texas or arose out of Florida. It arose out of their state. So they could sue 
in the state where the conduct was related to, but they wouldn't be able to sue, even though the cases were similar, in a place like California. So big takeaway is that the claim needs to be related to the defendant's conduct with the forum state. Finally, we have Ford Motor Co. v. Montana 8th District Court. This is another case where we're looking at whether or not the claim is related to the defendant's conduct. Here, the plaintiff had purchased a vehicle from another state. Uh, The defendant is from Michigan. Uh, Plaintiffs had an accident in... Not Michigan. We'll, we'll just go with that. Plaintiffs had an accident in not Michigan or even the state where they had purchased the vehicle from. But because Ford in this instance had advertisements everywhere, they had serviced their kind of vehicles, they had dealerships, they manufactured all over in the state where the event had occurred, even though the purchase wasn't made there, the plaintiff's claim arose out of that state. And because it was sufficiently related, because Ford does everything with the state, there can be specific personal jurisdiction. We only have a couple more cases of specific personal jurisdiction, and then we're moving on to general personal jurisdiction. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it. As well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.